Greetings, AP Coordinators. Derek Cometa here, host of your Coordinated Podcast. Today, we're doing a quick check-in with my friend and AP Coordinator superstar, Andrew Kutcher. Andrew is a former AP Coordinator, and he loves that role so much that he now supports all AP Coordinators for Cobb County School District, which is in... Wonderful state of Georgia. So, uh, you know, even more specifically, we're, we're in Marietta, um, about 20 miles north of Atlanta. Um, pretty sizable county. I think last last check, maybe 23rd largest county in, in the country. So we've got a lot of good stuff going on here, and uh, we love the AP program. Derek, how are you doing this morning, my friend? I am. Uh, I am doing great. That's usually my question for the guest, but I, <laughs> but I appreciate the role reversal. Uh, Andrew, uh, from what we've been hearing in our interactive mini workshops for AP coordinators, it seems like coordinators all around the world, uh, well, coordinators are using this time to learn about all their options and to plan for AP testing. Yeah, I would say that that's right. You know, uh, you know, given the recent announcement uh, of kind of the flexible testing options that uh, AP has allowed us to to use to support our students um, this year, there's there's a lot of planning that needs to happen. Um, the many workshops that have been going on have offered a great opportunity to get together and kind of converse with some of my colleagues from all over the country to get their perspective um, and to share some ideas about you know, the best way to maximize students' opportunity to earn that college credit that they have been working so hard for. Um, very pleased with the options this year. But, you know, there are still a lot of logistics that everybody needs to work through. Um, but again, you know, we are going to work through those because we are here to support our students. That's really what everyone's goal is. So these mini workshops have offered a great opportunity uh, to get in and begin those conversations. Absolutely. And Andrew, I am curious, what is going on down your way, down in Cobb County, with regards to planning AP exams? So what kind of conversations are you having with all the high schools and AP coordinators that you specifically work with? Well, sure. That's that's a really good question. So, you know, I said we're, we're a larger county. We really have 17 high schools down here, uh, 16 that are, you know, brick and mortar and one that's a, a kind of an all virtual school. And so what I had the pleasure of being able to do is bring my AP coordinators together from all of those schools um, after the release of these new testing windows and new information about testing and really have a very, very rich conversation with them to understand you know, because we're so big, there are there are different priorities in different parts of the county. And I wanted to make sure that we could kind of capture as much of that uh, of the individual needs as possible before we put together a county plan, because our goal is really to provide some kind of countywide guidance for how these tests are going to play out. Again, always the goal being, you know, we want to maximize students ability to earn that college credit that they've been working so hard for and, and, you know, for the teachers as well, who have been working so hard to get the information in front of these kids and give them the opportunity for that college credit. So, you know, I guess a couple of things. So first, maybe want to understand we, we right now, we have kind of a, a split model. So students have the ability to choose a fully virtual option if they uh, care to, to learn that way. Um, or students have the ability to come back face to face in the building. And, you know, we have a variety and a different percentage of our face to face and our virtual kids on each one of our high school campuses. 
Um, down here in Georgia, we start the school year very early, meaning like at the beginning of August. And so for us, when we look at those windows uh, for testing this year, window one really does come at the end of the academic year for us. And by the time we head into window two, we are now interfering with finals and graduation ceremonies uh, and a lot of other kind of end of year events that we have to be very cognizant of as we're trying to plan what we would like to do. Um, you know, and after chatting with all of my coordinators, I know everybody felt as though that traditional face-to-face -face administration probably is is what we feel offers the students the best opportunity to test well. Um, it's a controlled environment. You know, there are less distractions. Um, but obviously, there are a lot of protocols in place, uh, given, you know, the constraints of COVID. Um, so there are some things that we had to walk through. And I know this is, is turning into a long answer, but, you know, we also have <laughs> one day per week that, that is fully virtual. So transportation was another consideration that we had mm, to discuss. Right, How right. do we get kids to testing on those Wednesdays, specifically the first two Wednesdays, the 5th and the 12th of, of uh, May? Those are going to be days that we had to target. So anyway, had a nice conversation with all of our coordinators. We decided that window one was going to be our goal to get as many students to test as possible during window one, obviously allowing for students who do not feel comfortable coming to campus to be able to utilize some of those digital options. However, because of the current times, the way that we were able to get technology to a lot of our virtual learners is that we distributed the technology from our actual school buildings to our virtual learners. So we don't have the capability to really put together a lab on campus where some of the, um, you know, the option to test digitally from a school building, um, that that's not going to be a possibility for us. So it looks like uh, we're going to try to utilize window one as much as possible. We're also going to utilize part of window two for those STEM exams because it's, you know, chemistry, physics calculus, those types of courses that are happening, pencil and paper during window one and window two, we'll use both of those face-to-face -face windows to kind of spread kids out to account for social distancing as much as possible. And then we're recommending after that, if students are going to choose a virtual option this year, that they try to do that from home because we just don't have the capacity to, to be able to host those students on campus. Um, so, you know, after all that, like I said, we kind of formalize our recommendations. I wrote them up uh, this week after our meeting, and I, I have forwarded them along to my superiors to give them an idea of what we are thinking would be the best opportunity for our students to perform well on these tests. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing back, but our executive cabinet's certainly going to have to take a peek at that plan and, and see how they feel and provide me with some feedback. Um, and then I will formalize that into a county plan and start to put out some communication to all of our parents, our students, our teachers, everybody, you know, involved with the AP program. And, and hopefully, you know, the goal is always to, to provide as many opportunities as possible for students to earn credit. And I, I hope that with the plan we're putting together, we're going to be able to maximize those opportunities for all of our students. Andrew, thank you so much for sharing all that. That's, it's great to know, uh, you know, what you're thinking and to hear a little bit about what's going on uh, down your way. And I, I know you are super busy in your role, but I'm, I'm hoping to talk you into uh, staying a little longer to record one more episode with me. Can I do that? I think just based on the length of my last response, you know that I, I enjoy talking about this type of material. And <laughs> and for you, Derek, I am a busy man, but I think I can find some time uh, to chat for sure. And 
coincidentally, you know, I have a question for you as well. So I would love to have a couple more minutes to be able to chat with you about AP. I appreciate the time that you've already given me um, and kind of wishing best of luck to everybody out there as they continue to put together their plans for uh, for testing this year and honoring all the hard work that our kids have been doing all year long. All right, everyone. Well, as always, I ask that you please subscribe to Coordinated in your podcast app so you do not miss an episode. And please don't forget about our interactive mini workshop series this spring. They are free and you can register right now at collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. And we'll put that link in our show notes as well. Thanks again to our special guest today, Andrew Kutcher. Thanks also to Amy O for her amazing artwork with our podcast logo. Thanks to Jackie Ray for her theme song, Good as Gold. And of course, thanks to my favorite people in all of education. That is you, AP coordinators. No doubt, you are always good as gold.